Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. In the podcast today, I am continuing to talk all things distance learning as well as back to school. And one of the most common questions that I am seeing are how do we keep our students engaged doing distance or online learning? So I figured, why not add it to my list of podcast episodes? Now, This is actually quite a hard question to answer and I always struggle to find a way to reply to it on social media for a number of reasons really. But the main reason is that I know nothing about your students. The truth is keeping your students engaged while distance learning is going to depend on a lot of factors. Age, diagnosis, ability, relationship, access to technology, timing, and just so much more. And if you've listened to my last few episodes about distance learning, you probably already know what I'm going to say I did to try and brainstorm how to answer this question for the podcast episode. If you guessed that I pulled out my Sharpie pens and a piece of paper, congratulations. You are correct because that is exactly what I did. I pulled out a large piece of paper and on the top I wrote ideas for how to keep students engaged during distance learning. And I started by writing down all the things that have worked with my students throughout the last few months during distance learning. And then I followed my long-term rule of sometimes the best professional development you can get is from the teacher next door. And so I reached out to some of my fabulous educator friends to find out ways that they have been keeping their students engaged during distance learning too. And then I put together the task of condensing it all while still discussing it all so you know what I'm talking about and then turning it into a podcast episode. Now, please keep in mind these factors that I talked about today and the individual needs of your students while listening to this podcast episode. What keeps my students engaged might not keep your students engaged. So my overall tip is to just think about what works best in your classroom for keeping students engaged and find ways to make them something that you can use for distance learning. Anyway, let's get started and dive into 10 ways to keep your students engaged during distance learning. Number one, set time limits. Keep in mind your students' individual attention levels. If you were in the classroom right now, What length of time would you be asking your student to work on an activity for? Are they at the level where they can sit on a screen, taking part in a lesson for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes? Keep this in mind when planning. It's better to do 5 short sessions a week where the student is engaged than one long hour session and your student's distracted, trying to leave, not participating and overall not engaged. Number 2. Mix it up. Try not to do the same thing over and over and over again. Again, think of your classroom. This is probably the best piece of advice I can give, and that's just think back to your classroom. 
Do you use the same things every time you work with your students? Probably not. Today you could use boom cards. Tomorrow you could read a story. The next day you could be baking a cake online together. Mix it up to keep things interesting for your students and give them a weekly visual timetable for what to expect each day or even a visual session timeline. Have it up on the screen, shared for everyone to see. You can even have countdown timers on the screen, like sand timers. And this is especially great if you use them in your classroom because it's consistent for you and your students can see how much longer is left of the session. I don't know about you, but I've been involved in a few Zoom meetings over the last few months. And man, I hate not knowing how long is left of that meeting. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Number three, do some live sessions and then some pre-recorded sessions with your students. Also, record your live sessions for them to be able to watch back as well. The reality is something may happen and a student may not be able to attend your live session for a number of reasons. Maybe their internet cut out or they have to go out or they're staying somewhere else because of childcare issues. There are so many reasons why students may not be able to attend live sessions, so having them recorded means they can watch them in their own time. Also, it means your students can refer back to those videos or they can pause and take a break. Maybe your students' parents have access to 10 minute timers and so they're going to use them with them at a first and then board, so first 10 minutes of work, then choice, and then they come back to the activity after they've had their choice. Honestly, it's all about knowing your students and what works best for them. And it's really helpful if you have that good relationship and communication with their family members to help with this. Number four, give breaks from the screen. Nobody wants to constantly be on the screen. In one of my recent podcast episodes, I talked about sending students on scavenger hunts around their house to find things and bring back to us and how I send home different craft activities adapted books, and ideas that I send home to family members to get students working on a range of skills around the house that doesn't require a screen. I know for myself, personally, too much time on the screen and I'm groggy, or I lose interest and I'll probably get a migraine. Luckily, I have some blue screen glasses that are the bomb. They literally save my life. Well, they save my eyes at least, and I don't get migraines anymore. So keep in mind with our students about their screen time too. Number five, keep it fun and interesting. I cannot say this enough. For our students to be engaged, they need to have something fun and interesting. Think of your students' interests and hobbies. Can you incorporate those into your sessions? If your students love dinosaurs, then plan Dinosaur Week. Today, we'll read a dinosaur book and answer questions about it. Tomorrow, we're going to make a dinosaur craft. Wednesday, design your own dinosaur. Thursday, we're going to make dinosaur cookies. Friday, let's make a volcano science experiment. Obviously, those are just ideas I've come up with really quickly off the top of my head. But you can see they're a mixture of on-screen and off-screen activities. You're mixing it up, working on a range of skills, but also incorporating your students' interests. Number six. Involve your students' parents and family members. It's going to be so much easier if you have them on board. Ask them to add to their schedule when you're going to be doing sessions and what the sessions are. Ask them to minimise distractions around the house 
and around the student when your session is taking place. Get them to prepare your student. Work today, work first, then choice. Work tomorrow. Ask them what is and isn't working. Maybe boom cards aren't working for them, but they really enjoy making crafts or your cookery sessions. All of this information is helpful for you to continue to tailor your sessions and ensure you're keeping your students engaged and learning. Number seven, theme days. You all know how much I love a good theme day. You've only got to flick through my blog or my Instagram feed and see how much I love them. Use your students' interests and create theme days or weeks. I promise these are always so much fun and definitely great for helping to keep students engaged. It could be dinosaur themed like I spoke about earlier. It could be pirate themed, maybe it's Beauty and the Beast theme or throw a pajama party like I did. Number eight, virtual field trips. These have been very popular throughout distance learning and they don't need to be anything fancy or take hours to prep. Sometimes I leave it up to my students on the day. I'll load up YouTube and ask them where they want to go. If they say Disney World, then we'll watch a video of going on the rides at Disney World. Maybe it's walking through a zoo or going shopping. YouTube has so many videos, but there's also a bunch of websites that provide actual virtual field trips, and I'll link to them in the show notes for you as well. There are so many skills you can work on doing virtual field trips. Plus, there's something new and exciting to keep students engaged. Number nine, boom cards. You all know how much I love boom cards. These have been a game changer for me during distance learning and they are perfect for keeping students engaged. You can do them on any device, laptop, computer, tablet, whatever your student has and they track all the data and progress your students make, minimizing your workload. And who doesn't want their workload minimized? Anyway, the thing that makes boom cards so engaging is how interactive they are. Now, naturally, you can use ones that your students' interests and hobbies are too, but you can also make them with sounds, click and drag, type in, and so much more. Number 10, stick to a schedule. This is probably one of my best tips, and you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with keeping your students engaged? Think of it like school. Students naturally perform better when they know what to expect and when. Provide students with a schedule so that they know when school time is and when it ends. It takes away the mystery and surprise of it all and is reassuring to them. Trust me when I say having a schedule is helpful for everyone and using visuals like first and then boards and visual schedules for the session are perfect for your students to know what's happening, when and how much longer they have left. Remember when I was talking about those endless Zoom meetings and not knowing when they would finish? It's exactly like that. So let's quickly recap on my 10 tips for keeping your students engaged during distance learning. Number one, set time limits and remember attention levels. Number two, mix it up. Don't do the same thing over and over like a broken record. Number three, do some lives and some pre-recorded sessions. Number four, give breaks from the screen. Number five, Keep it fun and interesting. Use their hobbies and interests. Number six, involve the parents. Prepare the student, 
minimize distractions. Number seven, theme days or weeks. Number eight, virtual field trips. Number nine, boom cards. And number 10, stick to a schedule. Be sure to head on over to the show notes to find links to everything that I've talked about today. And if you have a tip or something to share that has been helpful for keeping your students engaged during distance learning, be sure to leave a comment and share it with others. Next week on the podcast, I'm sharing some questions for you to ask when schools are planning to reopen. So I've had a lot of educators reach out confused and scared because they don't know what questions they should be asking or what answers they need for when schools are reopening. So I'm compiling a list of questions that should be helpful for you. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.